What is up, you money-making degenerates? Welcome back to another episode of the Parlay Parlor. Here with your hosts, Jordan and Devin. We'll be taking you through the amazing week of sports and laying out the best parlays around. So how about we make some money? Well, it's been a full week since we last spoke, and we saw a lot last weekend from the potential future Heisman winner in Ewers to a dominant showing by UCLA. Um, a very dumb play by Jimbo Fisher and by the Chargers, although the Chargers got lucky in that one. And we're back here uh, this week, and we're excited to get through another amazing slate of college football, of NFL football, in what we're calling the hardest week to bet on of the season. And that's why you have us, because we're going to help you make some money. So let's get into – we're going to start off talking last week – what happened, what went well, what went wrong. Definitely some stuff went wrong, but you're a liar if you say stuff doesn't go wrong when you're betting. So. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. <laughs> what thought process goes into naming your kid Jimbo? Probably anticipated some kind of play where you throw the ball out of bounds on the end of a game. and That was a tough play. Yeah, that was a tough play. Coach so tough, Johnny like Manziel. Johnny Manziel decided to tweet how disappointed he was, and the whole world is disappointed in him. That's saying something. Yeah. So when Johnny's, yeah, yeah, it is a tough play. Tough play. <laughs> Found himself in a situation yeah. he probably didn't see himself getting in, being that close against Bama. But no. Regardless, that's uh, yeah, that's ugly. And then the Chargers also ballsy. I like it, but. I can't say I would do it, but um, no. I mean, I mean, you put the just... you put the ball in your guys' hands and see what happens. But obviously, it didn't work out, and then it did work out, so everything's fine now. But I'm sure he would have got his ass ran through pretty hard if they would have uh, ended up losing. Unfortunately, or fortunately for them, Cleveland's yeah, that's how, that's how it goes. Not great, or it wasn't great, anyways. Missing both his field goal attempts. Uh, no, that and that's how it goes. The Chargers and the Bengals, both coaches. I mean, Zach Taylor went for it too and got reamed when they uh, when they choked. And Joe said, well, we wouldn't be saying this if we won. So. Yeah, for sure. That's how it goes. Um, and then we had Thursday night football. Um, another disappointment, but we're not complaining. We're, we're happy. Sports are back. We love sports. Did you uh... – we're complaining, complaining a, little. a little bit, but did you get to see the Vera's <laughs> post game conference? Yeah, yeah, I think he's got dual personality disorder. Because I'm pretty sure last week he said he's dueling Carson. Not West. last week, fucking Tuesday. Oh, okay, so midweek he said quarterback. Say quarterback. What's up? He said he pretty much reason. said my quarterback sucks. My quarterback. This week he said suck. It's and all then, me. I'm the one who found him. Yeah, and then he starts defending him like he's God's gift from Earth. And it's like the situation is kind of like you're not wrong with what you said, but you are wrong. Like you can't say it, though. You're in a situation where like what you said is true. Your quarterback does stink. He is terrible. But yeah. you really – you can't say that because he's – you know, he's your quarterback. Yeah. But – uh, I guess. No, that I mean, game, that game, that game cracked me up, right? Because like you just see like a shitter of a game, and then you have both. You even have like you have Justin Fields saying, "Oh, I'm just so tired of 
being so close. It's like, yeah, well, I'm sure Cole Komet was pissed off that you were not so close on a wide open touchdown as well. Oh yeah, Ryan Griffith, Ryan Griffith, yeah. Him and Cole Komet, both white, yeah. both tight ends, both below average. So, you know, ah, <laughs> uh, it kind of looked like a not a high school game, but in a way, like you just you can tell yeah. you're watching two bad teams because if you watch, I mean, you you just. The the helmet pass, you, you doink a guy off the helmet, you wide open receivers missing it, a botched punt. It all happens, yeah. but you can tell when it's a bad, just two bad teams just being bad, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, no, it's crazy. Right. I, I never really understood that. Like, they're in the NFL, and obviously not everyone can be good. And I get losing games and being like, okay, well, you know, you can't – if your, your team's not better than the other team, you're going to lose games. What I don't get is the amount of like individual errors on bad teams. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm how you. is a guy dropping a punt? Like, that has nothing to do with the skill of the other team. Like, he didn't just drop the punt. He did. You, right. I mean, he had lost half it. Feet. No, yeah. I don't know yeah. what he was doing. <laughs> he lost it. Couldn't jump. Up. Yeah, I just like it's like those individual things, or like the Curtis Samuel two drops. It's almost like everyone expects it to be bad, and so they just like forget how to play football. I would never say like oh, how come you can't beat Aaron Rodgers and the Packers once as the Bears? And it's like, okay, because they're amazing. But it's like when you're talking to individual players, how do you just mess up that frequently in the pros? Yeah, I don't know. And it's it's too bad for the Bears because they got a couple guys on defense that are just wasting yeah. their careers there. Their offense yep. is – their offense is ugly, obviously. And, and defense, I, I is their defense really good or are they – I mean, last night I don't. It's a. It's a. They were either really good or the offense was terrible that they were facing. Kind of a little bit of both, I guess. I probably, don't know how good. Probably they are. a little. Yeah, probably a little bit of both. They have some good guys. Um, but they're missing yeah, a corner. We'll see if but, Eddie Jackson gets the hell out of town or not. But yeah, he probably sake, should. He does. Roquan probably should. Roquan should. But, yes, he should get out of town as soon as he wakes up from. Wentz blowing his ass over. Well, it's like the Panthers. Brian Burns looks like he might become a Cardinal. So It's okay. I, yeah, well, we'll see. <laughs> He's going to go somewhere, that's for sure. Yeah. We'll see where. Yeah. All right. What, All right. Uh, that Let's game, go through that last game. week. Let's go through last week quick. Just talk about how well we did. You know, for all those listeners out there, would have made you some money. You're welcome. Um, but there's also some – some flaws, so we're going to go through a little bit of that quickly. Uh, our, our biggest flaw was the Eagles minus five and a half. All signs pointed to the Eagles winning, which they, they ended up winning. Um, we were really hoping for a missed field goal at the end of the or, um, of a make at the end of the game, right? Yeah. It's been a week now. The Cardinals. Sure the Cardinals there. What's his nuts? Gonzalez or uh... – no, it's – well, it, what's his name? It, Amendola? Amendola. Yeah. yeah. Amendola, yeah. Yep, and he they sucks. signed well, him for this week, so. We we did not see – all signs pointed to the Eagles winning and kind of running away with it uh, and doubled up with the Eagles. We wanted uh, A.J. Brown pretty heavily. And, yeah. well, if those would have both hit, we would have won two – uh, two big bets on top of our other one we actually did win on, but they neither of those hit because the Cardinals put up quite the fight, and we'll see if they can it's carry crazy. that into this week. Right. Three, uh, first of all, Cardinals fan, they suck. I can say that. 
just can't get it together coaching. A.J. Brown, what was it, three catches, 32 yards in the first two minutes of the game? And yeah, then just did not even nothing. Even and then nothing. Ball. Yeah. 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 That's tough. And then uh, 49ers, we had over the Panthers. That was that was easy sauce there. That was that was a no sweat on that. And then UCLA mm-hmm. plus nine and a half. We both really liked UCLA to win. We continue to really like UCLA to win coming into this week. Yeah. As you'll see, we big fans of UCLA. They have a phenomenal team. And Chip Kelly is one yep. of the best coaches, one of the best college coaches ever. I, I maybe not ever. That's probably a big stretch, but one of the best college coaches. I mean, that freaking guy, I don't know why he couldn't do it in the pros. It's totally yeah. different game. Obviously that's the big boy league, but he knows what he's doing in college. They look really good. They, uh, they, did. they didn't just cover nine and a half. They won. So that worked out. Which we called actually helped. in another helped bet out. and on the podcast, go back and listen. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Um. Uh, let's see. Our plus, our plus, uh, one thousand one times ten of whatever you wanted to bet on it. Corey Davis missed his over under by a yard. Tough. Hollywood, <laughs> Hollywood crushed his over. Saquon scored. He made a sweat a little bit. Scored at the end of the game, and then uh, James Robinson laid an egg, which you'll laid have. A huge egg. What do you got for the two two G's? So this one we were close on. I think some, you know, some great picks. The Bills, we were not sweating on that one. That one was over with pretty quickly. Um, Deontay Johnson was a slow and steady race, but he did get there thanks to some uh, some garbage experience play for Pickett and and getting a ball out to the sidelines and, and attempted a comeback. Oklahoma State definitely made a sweat on that one. Came out at a huge second half against Texas Tech, who looked good. That was a good game, but I was sweating on that one. And then, uh, and then Tennessee, Tennessee and LSU. I mean, we said it last game too. Last podcast, we said Tennessee for the money line, even. Um, and they came out and they they absolutely rocked Tennessee LSU. Area. Yeah. So those ones were all great. And then. Like you mentioned, the Eagles and Brown, A.J. Brown at, that, at those two hit, which were very close, you'd be looking at another 20X or so. So four out of six there, but uh, four tough picks and two unfortunate ones. And then yeah. Yeah. we, uh, our moneymaker was the plus the 50 times your bet, college parlay, pick them games. We had Texas Moneyline. That was a route. UCLA money line, which was a toss up, and that was a win. UNC mm-hmm. money line, which was an, also an underdog pick, they won. Mississippi State, they won pretty handily, and then uh, Ole Miss figured it out in the second half and ran away with it a little bit. Thank God Lane Kiffin decided to throw one in at the end of the game uh, for no reason, really. But he also had the minus seventeen on there. He 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 was with us. He tailed our bet. I think. Yeah, he helped us out a lot there. But when our last bet on there was the late game, we did that for a reason. This was kind of our iffy game. Not an iffy game. We liked it. Obviously, NC State minus three and a half. We really liked it. Looking back now, we've discussed we would just take them money line. We'd knock our bet down. I mean, it'd knock it down to a times forty nine maybe. But we just yeah. take them money line instead, and that bet hits. But Regardless, we cashed out anyways before that because all our other games were at noon or at the 3.30 slot, so we had a couple hours to think on it. We cashed Mm -hmm. out five out of six with a pretty healthy payout, and we didn't have to sweat that game at all. And luckily we did. 
we're here. Yeah. Jordan's going to teach you a little bit about that. So moving forward, you guys can, uh, you guys know a little more about the cash outs. If you don't, if you don't, you're missing out, obviously, because you would have lost if you tailed that. Yeah, no, exactly. There's always temptation to, to just ride with it at that point being offered a 22, um, a 22 X cash out on a 50 X bet. You're kind of basically saying, are you willing to double your money just on NC state minus three and a half? And it was kind of at that point where we realized, damn, we should have taken money line. We liked them to win, but you know, all of these ACC games between Wade, Clemson, NC state, Florida state, they're all end up being like field goal type overtime games, which is what you'll see us apply to the strategy this coming week. And uh, so we said, yeah, it's not worth, it's not worth just to double the money. If it was triple quadruple, you know, it wasn't worth more. it. Lost. Maybe that, it wasn't worth it. To us. Some people would be speak- worth it too. But. Right. And that's, I was going to just not speaking for everyone, obviously, but for us, it was, let's get our money. Let's get out of here with a win week one of doing this. Let's show profits, which we did do. And it, it, it depends on – it depends on – that's a long day of football. We start football at about 11, watching the couch. The couch has the indents of the ass. And it just depends how many pops you are in. If you're in quite a few pops and you're thinking, frigate, don't really care about my 25 bucks either way, uh, you know, that much, then let's write it. And it depends on the game if you're feeling it. Like if we would have had – I, I don't know if we would have had the UCLA game. We were so high and horny on UCLA. If they would have been the late slot, we would have stayed in most likely. And we would have rolled sure. with them to the finish line. But For sure. It's super situational. But that, but having the option to have your game spread out is what gives you like that buildup. And if at all possible so nice. to put some of your iffy games at, towards the end, then that does help you. The other thing is like, you know, the Eagles had already, had already fucked us at that point. So if the Eagles, you know, the lock would have hit. The 20x would have hit. We're probably staying in this 50x bet just to let it ride because we're already profitable. Right? This one, we're like, oh, my God, we got absolutely a huge bad beat on those two. And, you know, let's let's lock in a 22x win. Start start week one of the of the podcast off super profitable. And so it is totally situational to what you have going on for bets and also like the sequence of of those legs. Um, But yeah, quick tangent, I guess. But that's the lesson. That's the lesson. I'm just curious. I'll, I'm gonna. I'll go down this ten thousand a hundred times, or mm-hmm. do some quick math. If we would have hit our lock, our plus two thousand, and that plus the one we already hit, how profitable would we have been? <laughs> the plus right, ten thousand yeah, one. Yeah, just quickly while I yeah the plus ten thousand one. We went four of seven. I'm just gonna hit on our losses. Uh, you can see the graphic. You already know him, but which said losses. Noah Brown laid an egg. It is what it is. You know, sometimes you sometimes they go out and do their thing. Sometimes they throw a bagel out there, and they did. Uh, he did this week. Chiefs, great game. Chris Jones again got bent right over sideways. Not sure what he's supposed to do. Uh, that's a tough call. Uh, <laughs> and, and I'm all for as a retired high school quarterback. That's a joke. Oh, I am, but it's a joke. Uh, I'm all for protecting the quarterbacks. And I think everyone is because we'd much rather see Chris Jones get a 15 yarder than, you know, whoever the guy may be, Derek Carr, maybe not as much, but you know, Patty Mahomes, Tom Brady, one of those guys goes out for the season. Obviously that's going to result in some shitty football compared to a D tackle getting a, 
15 yarder, but that's a bad call either way. That's tough. Mm-hmm. It, it's just a mm-hmm. wicked gray area and we're, we're evolving with the game. Concussions are evolving. All this stuff is we're trying to protect these guys, but that one, that one, uh, that one was ugly. And I'm just going to go off now. Something just popped in and this, you could answer this cause this might be true, but can we review that? Are those reviewable? No. Is that is that some that's something that needs to be added? Why can't we go into the review booth and see like Chris Jones definitely did not try to land on him. He also had already sh- yeah, you know, they, there was a lot in that one. And the Tom Brady yeah, one the week be. before. There's a lot in those. And that's what Roger said this week is it should be based on intent, basically. Like um Yeah, let's review them. You know? We'll review everything else. Yeah. Let's review them. Yeah, um exactly. Especially so the like, Chiefs did I don't know, some rule if there's a if there's a if the game's close or it's in the fourth quarter or something, because like both of those calls impacted the game severely this week. The Falcons would have got the ball back, had a chance to drive and score for the win. And then the Chiefs, you know, that doesn't that basically, you know, it, it's the same thing. It's like that was a that was a turnover play to get the ball back. The game changes completely in how you play the rest of the game out. So. Yeah, so I, I that really should be reviewed because we are reviewing everything else. It's a quick review. It's not going to take 45 minutes. The refs just, you know, go over, do your review, come out, make the call. Anyways, yeah. that didn't hit. Chiefs did the Chiefs won, didn't cover. We uh we kind of ex- <laughs> Chris Jones gets that ball, no call. Chiefs might cover. A little easier than you know. I, I who knows because, but also on the same note, the the refs or the the fans turned so hard on the refs they booed for the next twenty five minutes. That makes it hard yeah. to play if you're an opposing team. Um, mm-hmm. And then our other uh, our other miss was Damian Harris anytime touchdown. He ended up getting hurt right off the bat. Uh, that's on us. That's on us. We're on we're on quite the streak of getting players hurt when we anytime touchdown them. Hopefully that can end. Um. Yeah. FanDuel didn't with want that, to it, but that's all right. We're with good. that, which sucks, is tail us on all our picks, please. Player player props are an absolute blast to do. Whether yeah. they hit or not, you have a chance right up until the last damn second. So it makes it a blast. And yeah. the, the issue with player props is you could your guy could die in the first two minutes, and then it's over with. Which that's the negative to it, but positive if they stay healthy, do their thing, uh, mm-hmm. they can cash it right at the end. Kind of like Saquon cashing his anytime touchdown fourth quarter late. So, and his twenty nine and a half, and which is on the ten thousand bet in one catch on a forty yard catch, which just made a few us things sweat we learned sure. over the week. Um, our over under watch and our or our over and under watch. We're out on doing that. We're terrible at picking the over unders. If anyone wants to pick an over under, send it in, tweet us, throw it in there, and we'll put it up. We'll put it up. We'll give you credit because right. we can't pick them, as you can see. The Liberty yeah, Mask game. And we we're not going to pretend straight, to. No, we're not. It was a straight <laughs> lock at the under. I take it 10 times out of 10, and they put up 75 points. So that, <laughs> and then the Duke game, same thing, wrong. But our stay away from game, we wanted to stay away from it because we honestly, Kentucky's supposed to be really good. We didn't know about their quarterback, though, his status. We didn't know a few things. Rattler for South Carolina is really good. Um, he was highly recruited. He hasn't really panned out to be a phenomenal, but he has shown that he can be just like last week and they went out and won. So South Mm -hmm. Carolina unranked going into Kentucky and beating them was something that we were kind of afraid of, but not, 
not at all confident enough to pick it. Um, yeah. So our stay away spread, I think, was a huge success. And then our big upset of the week was UCLA. And uh, that was also a big success. Sure was. And the most important look part the of, of the, the day, the most and the reason he's saying that is because of how successful it was. So this is a positive for you guys. More reason to tail the bets. More reason to feel like we know what we're doing. However, it does slightly make us want to vomit every time we look at it. Um, 13 of 16 on a 20,296x bet. That is $2 to win over $40,000 and to go 13 of 16. Two of which were wrong were that Eagles one we alluded to and the Chiefs one we alluded to. And the under of the week is the third one at the Liberty. So those three just incredibly unfortunate and unexpected. If you ask me the week before which ones aren't going to hit, I'm not going to pick those three. I'm telling you right now, I would not pick those three to be, not, to be the ones to f- screw us over, but they did. And the rest of the 13 hit. I mean, just we had anytime touchdowns with Henry and Chubb and Mark Andrews. We had Tennessee winning, Kansas plus nine and a half, Mississippi nine and a half, Texas minus seven and a half. UCLA and UNC upsetting, et cetera. You guys can check it out on our Twitter to see them all. But just like it's heart wrenching, but at the same time, it gives us <laughs> promise. Tough. We're gonna we're gonna keep doing it, um, and you know we're gonna hit this forty thousand for you guys. But uh, yeah, that was last week. <clears throat> um, we think it was a successful week overall profitability. It's about just north of three hundred percent. So three times your bet. By losing on the others and winning on the ones we won on, you know, on a whole weekend, whatever you bet, for the length of the weekend, the length of the week, to triple your money, um, that's a great return. Had those two things happened in the Eagles and uh, A.J. Brown, you know, you'd eight times your money on everything bet on the weekend, including the losses. And so, (laughs) you know, that is a successful week for us, 13 of 16 on a 20,000 X+. plus. Our upsets were bang on. Our stay away game was successful for a week five. We hope you guys agree. Very, very strong week. Not flawless. It's never flawless, but strong week. And we're hoping to do the same thing this week. Yeah, we're having a blast with it. We had a few guys. Yeah. Instead of putting an over under watch and the the those those uh, the overwatch and the underwatch, we're gonna do Heisman. Heisman hopefuls are guys that we think have potential mm-hmm. to, um, you know, get with another big week or guys that are just playing really good. Maybe guys that you don't necessarily know of or haven't heard of yet that you can watch. Maybe guys that are obviously top dogs in the league. We're going to try to stay away from the, the top couple guys. I mean, we'll mention them each week, but we're going to put some guys in there that you might not know of as well. Or mm-hmm. they're not top one or two in Heisman race right now, but if they keep trending the way they are, then they're going to get there. We think they, we think they at least deserve the credit to, uh, if based on this guy's performance, this team could win or lose. Yeah. So that'll be a little fun thing to put in there. For sure. Um, yeah, no. Well, let's definitely get into it. I was thinking, let's. I was just looking through this college slate and. For all of you guys who haven't seen what's coming up within 24 hours, they have some amazing college games. Probably the best one ever. Best slate, best Saturday ever. (laughs) I'm absolutely ecstatic. Um, I'm going to pick my three games I'm most excited to watch, and I'll let you take some. 
I'll leave your team to you, even though I'm excited for it. So I'll go with, I mean, the obvious ones, Bama, Tennessee. I'll take that one from you. I'll take Clemson, Florida State from you. I'll make you think on yours. Um, and then the other one I'm going to go with is, uh, the other one I'm going to go with is Oklahoma, TCU. Um, I've liked the Cowboys this year. Their defense is stout. Very good team. Two 5-0 teams going up against each other. Dugan is really good at quarterback. Um, the Dugan two 5-0 teams that have gone against each other, the underdog does win most of the time. This game's in TCU. TCU is a better conference record in the Big 12. It's going to be a really good game and uh, not confident on who's going to win either way. But What about you? What do you got? Who are you looking to watch tomorrow? We're going to go with three. We'll go three games, three running backs. Got uh, our freaking unreal. We'll start with Blake Corn, Michigan. Home against Penn State, I think, aren't they? I thought the yeah, it yep. is. It is home against Penn yep. State. Yep. Um, I thought that was it a way. That'll be good. Um. So, yeah. anyways, we'll go. That's a top five. That's a two top ten teams. That's a huge, yep. huge game. Yep. That one's right at noon. Noon kickoff. Not sure why that's at noon, but regardless, that's fine. Let's go with NC State and Cuse. Cuse has potentially mm-hmm. the best back in the country. He probably leaves after this year, goes to the pros. He started off kind of rocky this year, so he really needs to turn it on. And Cuse being ranked at home, this is one of the biggest games they've had in recent time. Uh, they can sneak a yep. win out this week. They go into next week against Clemson, who's a top-five team, uh, depending on tomorrow, obviously. But regardless, they'll be ranked. And, and hopefully they can come out on top. Or not hopefully, I guess. we we I think they will come out on top. We will see in a tight one. And then we'll also go with a game with a guy named Chase Brown. Plays for Illinois. He's p- potentially also the best running back in the country. Check his stats. He's phenomenal. If he, he goes off for another 150-plus yards and a couple touchdowns, they they should win. They're, uh, they're pretty heavily underdogs, but at home with him getting going early, they should have a shot at winning. Excited to see that one. That's also another noon game. Just one more yeah. game that neither of us mentioned as I scroll through here. And I just like to uh, just get your take on it. We haven't really touched on this at all, um, except Colorado for... State, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Say, hey, Colorado, <laughs> listen, Colorado State. We'll see. We'll see. I'm surprised they're not yeah. playing tonight, actually. But they they got a right. tomorrow night game. I don't know why the hell they're playing on a Saturday night. But I can almost oh, they got their first win. win. They get a they get a promotion. I know. They got that won't be on a that won't be heavily televised though. But we yeah. might be able to call that game if we call someone up. Anyways. <laughs> Let's uh I'm just curious of what you think of the Kansas. Kansas ranked nineteenth, obviously. Uh, yeah. Um, they're playing Oklahoma. Kansas played a hell of a game last week against a phenomenal offense. TCU's phenomenal offense. They lost their quarterback right off the bat. Bean comes out and plays as well as their other guy. Um, as well as uh what's his nuts? What's his name? McDaniels, um, yeah. McDaniels. Not saying he's better than McDaniels, but he played up to that. So another week of yeah. practice against a very bad uh, Oklahoma team as of the last few weeks anyway, as of the last week, yeah. especially with Texas. But they're getting their guy back. Their guy's probably better than Kansas's guy, if I had to bet on that. But anyways, Oklahoma's eight-and-a-half-point favorites against Kansas. I don't know why. Do you have anything 
for insight or any reason no, I don't, to why. I don't know why either. I feel like Kansas' defense has even been getting better. Like, they used to be like the Oklahoma team, even at the start of the year. Like, they're putting up – they had to put up 55 points to squeak a win out. And it seems like in recent weeks they're holding a phenomenal TCU offense to under 40. I mean, not that that's great, but, you know, it's getting better. And then they had a few other games where the defense looked good uh, even before the, the the strong matchup of TCU. So, you know, I do – I'm not worried that Oklahoma is going to put some points up, but if I'm looking at Oklahoma – Kansas's offense with Bean and with the same set of receivers, I'm, I'm thinking that – edge on Oklahoma's defense is much higher than Oklahoma's edge just with Gabriel back than Kansas's defense. And so I, yeah, I think we both agree. I think Kansas can squeak away with a win here to be a pretty big upset pick, I suppose, but um, definitely at plus eight and a half. I feel like uh, it's, a it's, yeah, it's just weird to me because uh, Gabriel, uh, so Oklahoma played TCU two weeks ago before TCU yep. traveled to Kansas, and they got TCU mopped the floor with them. Gabriel got hurt that game, but before he got right. hurt, he did not look anything special. His stats say he was not amazing. He was 50% yeah. throwing, under 50% throwing. It's nothing yeah. great, but we'll right. So even with him in, how is that right? Exactly. How yeah, does that even with him in, a seven point yeah. line difference or something, it doesn't make sense. I like Kansas pretty big there. I, I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what some of these lines are odd to me. Um, yeah. but you know, that's that's very All um, right, we're gonna Colorado run through State the quickly. NFL. Hey, real quick, oh, real quick. Yeah, yeah. Colorado yeah. State at home <laughs> against Utah State, the Mountain Division. Colorado <laughs> State is second in the Mountain at one and four. Utah State is fourth in the Mountain at two and four. I don't riddle me that one. I have no clue what's going on there. Uh, two wins. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, Colorado State's Utah looking to State's keep that win streak rolling. I know. They're big but, dogs. We'll big dogs. Colorado State plus 11 and a half. It's going to get ugly. We'll see. We'll, we'll talk about it. Kirk yeah. Herb Street said Colorado State had one of the best coach games last week. Um, that's where all this is coming from, essentially. So let's blame Kirk if they get blown out of the water, but. Regardless, moving Kirk's on to the NFL. It is. Yeah. And we love Kurt. Um, we do. All right. So we're going to do a speed round here. We're going to run through Not the as games. Much as he loves Pat McAfee, but <laughs> we, we won't get into that. Jeez. Mm. All right. We're going to do like a quick five minute speed round here. I'm going to run through the games, spit out a few um, lines where we're at, and we're both going to take a spread position, plus or minus. Uh, so no money lines, and you know we can review and see how we do over time. But but basically, just Wait, we're doing no money line. Oh, you got to take with the spread. Okay, take a yeah, spread. Take a spread. Yeah, this is just a friendly. We'll go over and we'll keep our uh, we'll keep our records. Yeah, do all your picks. Keep your records, just like they used to do on yep. pen and paper. And we're not going to do that because we have phones <laughs> now. So I, I do like writing, Crazy. but I don't have a pen on me. So you guys should yeah. all do your spreads. Keep your records. See if you can beat us. Good luck. Probably beat us because we're about terrible. But all right, <laughs> let's run them. You gonna rattle them off? All right, me? all right. Game one: Vikings, Dolphins. Vikings three point favorites in Miami. I'll take the Vikings. Yeah, I will too. I'm with you there. Uh, Patriots, Browns. Browns two and a half point favorites at the Browns. Oh, are we? <laughs> uh, if we pick the same games, it's gonna be a good time. I'll take the Patriots. <laughs> I am too. <laughs> 
I'm not copying. Don't worry. We'll get to some we disagree. Oh, I know there's some. Uh, 49ers, five-point favorites. Kind of. Let's go with five points. I think the line keeps shifting from five and a half to five to four and a half, but let's call it five yeah. points. The Falcons have covered how many games in a row? All games Six, this season. Seven? Give me the 49ers. 49ers. Yeah, I'm with 49ers, too. Yeah, Their defense is insane. Spoiler, that's one of our locks, potentially. Yeah. Um, all right. Bucks, Steelers. Bucks minus nine and a half. Bucks, Steelers stink. All right. Just for fun. This is probably a terrible pick, but just for this fun, I'll take terrible. Steelers. This plus. is not this this is not the one you want all to right, you've convi- for. You've convinced me. All right, all right. Bucks minus <laughs> ten and a half. Let's see if let's see if Brady's as good as Josh Allen. <laughs> minus nine and a half. I know I'll get shit from that for saying that from you, but all right. Uh Bengals, Keep Saints, minus day. two and a half. Um, I'll take the Bengals. Fuck the Bengals. I'm taking the Saints. No. Okay. Screw the Bengals. I hate the Bengals this year. Okay. We'll see if Camaro. You know what? You know what's interesting? I know it's supposed to be a speed round. You know what's interesting, though, is that they were saying this thing about how Josh, (laughs) Josh, Lamar, um, and Patty, you know, last year, year before, and then Mahomes for the last three or four years have had these winning schedules. And this is probably my fault. I didn't know this was a thing. Your schedule gets harder if you win the division. And so they they track if you're playing a first-place schedule, a second-place schedule, third-place schedule, whatever. And so this is Burrow and the Bengals' first ever. First time experiencing a tougher schedule. Yeah, they're playing on the road against tougher teams. Um, Whereas they're kind of saying, like, look how well Patty's been handling it. Look how well Josh Allen handled it. Yeah, of this course. year so far, like that just separates them. So I'm you still in the Red Rockets. They'll finger it. They'll fi- figure it out. They probably will figure it out, but they'll figure it out. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm it taking the Red Rocket. I'm taking Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill running the ball again. So, all right, yeah, Saints for me. Ravens minus five and a half in New York. They'll take the Giants plus five and a half. I'm taking the Ravens minus five and a half. Okay, so we got a couple different here. Uh, Jets Packers. We're gonna differ here too. I know it. If we're gonna differ on this one, you're crazy. Give me Lambo. I'll take the Packers all day. <laughs> Packers are gonna win that game. I just don't know if they can win it by eight. So take give me Jets, Jets plus seven, a touchdown. Seven and a half. Could be. All right. Jags Colts minus two and a half for the Colts at home. I'm torn. I, I'm really torn on yeah. this one. Who you got? Yeah. I'm gonna go Colts two and a half. Although it's kind of like their kryptonite every time against the Jags. But, um, yeah, you got Shaq Leonard out again. Changed his name. Hasn't played since. I think he's embarrassed. And then uh, <laughs> Jonathan Taylor oh, questionable. Yeah. I hope he comes out and runs the ball. He's questionable? I thought he was playing. Oh, boy. I mean, he's going to play, but he's still. Uh, I'll take the Colts at home. Cardinals, Seahawks. I'm going to take my Cardinals just because minus two and a half. They're on the road. I'm with but- you. I'm with you. Um, Panthers, Rams, Rams minus ten at home. Uh, yeah, who you got? Oh, I'm gosh. gonna take the. I'm taking the Panthers. I mean, I'm, might be a division bias for me, a Cardinals fan, but I don't think the Rams have it going on this year yet. But you got the Rams Panthers. figuring it out this week. I got Allen Robinson figuring it out this week. Uh, Cam Akers is on a hiatus. I'm not sure what's going on with him, but don't care. Let's roll. Okay. Rams. Uh, all right. Allen for a touchdown. Perfect. Um, Buffalo Bills, Kansas City Chiefs. Who you got? Take the Bills. Yeah, I'll take the Bills too. It's a revenge game. Where's uh, that Cowboys, game? Cowboys, Eagles. Sorry. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's tough. tough to play. Cowboys, Eagles. Tough to play. Give me the I'm Eagles. Gonna go, I'm going to go Cowboys plus six and a half. And then the last game, Monday, we it. won't chat again. Since Chargers, Broncos, I'm going to take Chargers and last four and a half at home. Same thing as the Rams. Give me the Broncos to figure things out. Right. Who's scoring a touchdown for them? Don't even care. Courtney Sutton. Russ might run one go. in. Let's go. Perfect. Gordon probably fumble. Broncos <laughs> might not score a touchdown. We'll see. One or two. One or two. Hopefully that's a good Monday night game. Um, that's the thing. Who's next Thursday real quick? Saints, Cardinals. Cardinals, Cardinals Saints with D-Hot back. So we're excited. Be good. We're excited over here. All right, so we've gone through the NFL games. We have a little preview to next Thursday with the uh, best receiver in the league coming back. No bias there. And um, we're going to get into this weekend, like we mentioned. Lots to look forward to. So how we've set up the parlay slate, a little bit of player props, a little bit of games, sticking to the college one again. Of course, we're going to have the lifer. You go 13 of 16, pretty much guarantees that you're going to be a degenerate on that one for the next how many weeks yeah. you have left in your life. Um, and <laughs> so check that, check that one out on Twitter. Um, that one's going to be on the, on the graphic to the bottom again. Um, so I, I just, mean, you know, let me just two bucks, in that. hundred grand. Come on. <laughs> yeah. That's what I wanted to chime in for. Sorry. Two bucks, hundred G's. 16 legs. No, exactly. Like last week. Yeah. It can happen. It can happen. Um, all right, so how about you start it off? We're going to go a uh, different order this time. We're going to talk about the most exciting one, of course. Uh, one more thing, we're going to make four on the course slate and not five this week. Uh, we just feel like we had a great success picking our favorite bets and getting them to win. And so having more and trying to win them ultimately is just going to take away from the profitability. We want you guys to say after a whole weekend, you know, we've made a Good load of money every week, and so we're going to cut it to four. So the first one is still the 100Xer, so go ahead, walk walk through it. Let's see what we got. First one's we're, – we're sticking straight NFL for this one, so if all hell breaks loose tomorrow, we have something with only yep. NFL. So Sunday we're still alive. We're limping into Sunday. We're bruised and beaten, but we're, we're there. You know, we made it. Absolutely. Um, so there's hope. Worst case, Ontario. <laughs> Which is your hometown, actually, isn't it? Somewhere up there. Yeah. Quebec, right? Ontario, Quebec, come on. Ontario, you got it. It's pretty big, but yeah. Okay. First off in this eight-legger, 100 times, yo money. We got Buffalo Bills money line. We like the Buffalo yes, Bills. We, we really do. We have a lot of 1 p.m., we have a lot of 1 p.m. bets, so if we can bang these oneers, we might be able to cash us out early. We might not. We do like the Bills. All right. Yep. Bills lead us off. We have Stevenson for the Patriots with a touchdown. No clue how to say his first name. Great back, rookie, little older. He's not 20. He's 24, 23 or 24. Good back. Oh, really? Big, strong, big, strong back. Uh, do you know how to say his first name? Uh no, I'm gonna go Ramondre. That's my guess. Yeah, that's a good guess. I like that. We got any? Uh, <laughs> you got any insight on him? Um, no. I mean, you know, he had a stud game of what was 160 plus yards last game with he Harris did. going out Harris right at the beginning. Hurt. He did. I mean, my mind you, that's against the Lions defense. It gives up a lot of yards. However, 
the Cleveland Browns gave up a lot to uh, to Eckler and the boys. They're you know, one of the worst rated def- uh, run defense, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, they're they're last. So <laughs> we so like that we'll one. Some, yeah, we like big things out of him next week or uh, yep. Sunday. KJ Osborne, yep. the third option for the Vikings, could be the fourth depending on what Irv Smith's doing. He hasn't had much option, much mm-hmm. action. Dalvin and yeah. Madison don't do much out of the backfield. Uh, this is just kind of a uh, – we like the pick. K.J. Osborne over 25 and a half yards. That's an alt, that's an alt uh, bet on yards. He's the – again, he's the third option. They're going to have – Jefferson's going to do his thing against Miami. I'm not sure if Xavier mm-hmm. Howard's playing or not. Byron Jones, no clue. Um, I don't know if Byron Jones still plays on Miami. But either way, Miami's – Secondary is has been in trouble. Last week they yeah. gave up yards, twenty yards. This week, same or two weeks ago, same situation. We're uh, so we're just open. It's one catch, one, two, three catches. Uh, on top of that, last week he had uh, uh, fifty yards receiving, five five catches, forty eight yards or something. And he also every week so far this this year through the first six weeks he has or first five weeks he has increased his percentage of snaps he's played on offense up to 84% last week. So hopefully that continues to trend upwards and we can locate him for a quick hitter and get some yards. Yep. Yep. Miami defense, third worst pass coverage defense in the NFL. Um, That's crazy. Like, like you said, gave up 40 points to the jets. Clearly their run defense isn't much better either. Cause breezy had a day and uh, yeah, Vikings did it last week against the bears. I would think they can, Get things going against the Dolphins this week. We have a lot of injuries to him. Yep. Lamar over rushing is our next one. He's over 58 and a half yards. He has hit his Done. over for rushing every week. Every week. Pretty sure. We yeah, he's had, a, I think, over here. fifty over 55 every, every game, too. So it's not even like this over has continued to rise to 70, 80 yards when he's hitting 100 plus. Like, I think his lowest is, like, 54 or something. Um, so, he's right, hitting it every week, this all line. All signs point to good for us because their passing game hasn't been amazing. They got the guys. They got Mark Andrews. He's going to do his thing around the goal line. He's going to be open. But J.K. JK Dobbins coming back, full health finally. He was there last week. He rushed pretty well. Full week this week. Giants defense, they're getting Leonard Williams back off the edge. He's going to help him quite a bit. They, they've been playing co- – Complimentary football. Giants have been playing pretty decent football, but they're still their their ratings, their ranks are low defensively. So watch we got option football coming with a healthy JK Dobbins. They're gonna have to collapse on him. We just need Lamar to pop a few times. He seems to uh he seems to run wild every game anyway. So pretty confident in that one. I like it. I like it. Um we also have Jeff Wilson uh, rushing the ball 122 yards last week. He is their number one back. He showed that he's getting good yards per carry and getting a healthy number of touches. Um, That defense is absolutely stacked. And the way they're going to win games is not with Jimmy G putting a foot on the back of the end zone. It's going to be running the ball. So uh, we're looking for Jeff Wilson to get half as many yards as last week. Um, And we his over is 67 and a half, and that is against the Falcons, who, you know, might get some backdoor points, but they're really not a complete team, and they got some, some issues on the defense. 11th worst so. run defense, you told me earlier, yeah. Yeah, 11th worst run defense, and 
he's been a guy so far, so we like that one. And then same game, uh, Marcus Mariota, over 28 and a half. Last week he had seven rushes for 60-plus yards. Uh, a couple does the week before that, but he does rush the ball. I think the Falcons are realizing he needs to rush the ball, just like hopefully the Bears will start to realize Fields needs to rush the ball. So over 28 and a half against the 49ers, um, kind of the same situation. They have they don't have a run game, and San Francisco is going to block anything they try and do right up the middle. So hopefully Mariota can sneak around the outside and, and get some get some you know, two, three, four rushes for 30 yards. Cordell Patterson being out of the game. Their backup running back's decent. He's no he's no superstar yet, or you know, um, and they need to find ways to create some offense. So look for Mariota to get going again because he has the legs, so you might as well use him. He's not the best exactly. thrower of the football. They don't have the best receivers. I mean, they have decent receivers. They have de- they have a great tight end. Everyone's super high on. We haven't seen a ton out of him yet, but um, nothing against the, any of them. But we just we need some yards and twenty eight and a half for Mariota. A guy like Mariota doesn't seem like a ton. Moving on, we got a group of uh, another game. Uh, we got two out of the Eagles Cowboys game. We got all points over forty and a half. The last three games they've played, they have crushed the overs. They have been over 60-plus points in all three of those games. Yep. So we're looking for more offense. We're looking for more offense. Cooper Rush looks decent. He's settling into that offense pretty well. Although I did see something about Dak is questionable. Yeah, he's not questionable. Now he's not questionable. So yeah, it's weird because they said Rush was going to be in, but who knows. Right, and either way, uh, we'd like to see some points. Uh, Eagles got a pretty decent secondary, but that's a that's a – no matter how good or bad your team is going into those rivalry weeks, like Giants, Cowboys, Eagles, Cowboys, Giants, Eagles, that division, those top three teams, and even Washington, but Washington kind of stinks now. But you can pretty much throw everything out. They're going to battle. It's going to be a hell of a game. Everyone's fired up for it. So yeah. over 40 and a half hopefully hits pretty early. And then Michael Gallup, sure. over 39 and a half we like. Schultz has been limited, extremely limited. Uh, so their tight end presence is not going to be, even if he's out there, he's going to be kind of half staffed. And then CD lamb, Darius Slay's done one hell of a job locking up the number one receivers, which I'll let you get into in a second, but Noah Brown laid an egg last week. We assume he's going to kind of not disappear, but he's just going to kind of find his role as a couple catches a game for, for 10 to 40 yards. He's not really going to go nuts. Gallup has had plenty of moments where he can be, you know, he could be a number one on a few teams. He's a really good number two, though, if he can stay healthy. So hopefully we'll just see him break out a little bit tomorrow night. And uh, sorry, yep. Saturday night, uh, Sunday night, wow. and uh, have himself a game. But as as I said earlier, you can kind of break down why we chose the number two receiver in, uh, instead of uh, the number one guy in the Cowboys. Yeah, no, they, they have um... – I mean, Cooper Cooper Rush has seemed to like CD, but at the same time, when they're playing teams where CD is locked up, he's not afraid to use the number two. So when Gallup was hurt, that's where you saw Noah Brown break out. You know, I might have got a little horny on Noah Brown. He starts to fade out now. We, I mean, he's well, he's not as good as I might have thought. But yeah, you're right. I, I yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. So. And Darius Slay seems to uh, – anyone on yeah, his second field, he locks up pretty well. 
That's true. So, That's true. Yeah, he said super good pass coverage. Anytime people throw to him, he had a few picks early on. Um, and then even last week, like, you know, his side of the ball is not really a problem, right? He, they're playing zone, Bradbury and Slay. They're both playing really good football. Um, but, you know, it's going to be those outside routes where where CD's locked up over the middle. You have a safety dropping. You have Slay following him where we're going to look for Gallup to make some plays. Um, and hopefully it's Gallup over Brown this week. Yeah, for sure. Um, that wraps up our plus 10,000. Plus 10,000 yep. bet. That's Mariota over 28 and a half rushing. Jeff Wilson over 67 and a half rushing. Michael Gallup over 39 and a half receiving. The over in that Eagles game over 40 and a half. Lamar over 58 and a half rushing. KJ Osborne over twenty five and a half, uh, over twenty five yards, all rushing. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson anytime touchdown for the Patriots, and then the Bills money line straight up against the Chiefs. Moving on, yes, sir. Which one would you like to do next? Yeah, we'll go over. We'll go in. Let's go in order. So we'll do four K. This next one's going to be the college one. Yep, exactly. Forty uh, X. Five-leg parlay for college. Um, this is one, you know, we're getting a little bit aggressive on to keep it to five legs, but it's one that we felt, all right, we made some great college picks last week. This is the, the college one. the one that won us a bunch of money. And so let's stick with it and let's keep making some some brave picks uh, that we feel are going to complete a really good day of football. Um, so the first one we have on there we talked about earlier uh, Kansas, Oklahoma, rather than taking them, you know, as conservative, which we'll get to in a bit, um, you know, just having them win that game plus 250 odds money line win the game um, versus an eight and a half spread that they're given as underdogs. Um, another pick we have is uh, UNC, UNC minus seven. They're playing at Duke. Um, you know, they got the basketball rivalry. They have a little bit of a football rivalry, even though both teams suck. Um, but this one's going to be a game where, I don't know, Drake may play as well against ACC teams. I have a feeling he can go out there and throw 450 yards, five touchdowns against Duke. And UNC usually routes Duke in all their rivalry games at Duke, at UNC. So, yeah, Duke's got a good football team this year, but um, let's just hope they can win by a touchdown plus. Yeah. That's, and then um, – uh, what else you got? What are you the, liking? North Carolina, I, Duke is extremely hit or miss, and North Carolina yeah. won it for us last week, so we're going to keep riding with them. Uh, yep. This was actually my idea, so we're not being <laughs> extremely biased at our alma mater because um, it's not mine. Uh, I don't have one, so you know I'm I'm not ever going to be extremely biased, but alma mater. Just going back to the Kansas situation, we think this is a freebie. Right. I don't know yeah. why. Listen, what? I've personally watched a lot of football in my life, and I know you have as well. Bean made some throws last week that are very good throws. I mean, very good. He looks extremely calm in the pocket. He has really good legs, but he didn't use them too much. He sat in the pocket when he could. He made some very, very good throws. So the fact that they're giving Gabriel so much of an upper hand on Bean, which it, that to me, to me, I, I'm just—it's a little shocking to me. The plus two fifty, we gobble that up because that makes this parlay go from a plus two thousand to plus four thousand. 
we're looking at free money if everything else hits. We'll go, I'll die on that limb. If Kansas goes out there and lays a bagel, okay. then then that's fine. But I, I'm telling that kid, he's got he's he can play some football. Uh, so we got Kansas yeah. straight up. We got North Carolina minus seven. But we have LSU plus three and a half. My thoughts on this game are. Brian Kelly's a really good coach. Uh, always thought that it's really tough to coach at Notre Dame. You can't get the top of the top because, you know, without getting into too many politics, too many little situations, you you have to, and we're not accusing anyone of anything, but you, you, you genuinely, you have to live up to a certain standard and you have to live up to a certain, you know, your grade point average, these, these things like, and I know they matter yeah. everywhere, but they, they genuinely matter there. Like this is a, you're not getting the top of the top for everything. You're still getting great players, but it's not always the best. Anyways, Brian Kelly was a tough spot. He's down in LSU. How hopes are really high, obviously. He came out sputtering a little bit, but that's how it goes most of the time with a new program. Just based off pure talent, LSU has the guys. They got the best one of one of the best wide receivers in the country. He has not done much yep. this year, Butte. Um, their quarterback's young. He's he's learning. And just based off pure talent, I take LSU over Florida. Also, not a fan of Florida. Don't really enjoy. No, I, I like I like that pick a lot. Um, it's tough to pick LSU as a dog after last week we picked Tennessee, who comes in and routes them. Um, I do think Tennessee is probably just on that other level in the SEC, and LSU and Florida aren't quite there. But um, I'm with you on on just the pure talent. I mean, Richardson, highly recruited quarterback at Florida, but he has just not clicked. I don't know if it's coaching or if it's him or a little bit of both, but they haven't really clicked. That offense hasn't gotten things together. They had a scary game against the University of South Florida out of Tampa, who almost upset them. And even their their comeback game wasn't as strong as I would have liked to see. So, I don't know. I think Florida's really struggling this year, and LSU might have had some bad losses, but they're not really that bad when you're playing some really tough and fast offenses. So, you know, I like to be covered here with a field goal and, and probably LSU winning the game. Yeah. Uh, moving on, we got Clemson. Money line straight up against Florida State. Florida State's a good football team. They have a good quarterback. They have a good offense. Clemson's playing very well. They are playing uh, very good mm-hmm. football. Uh, the, the the line was really close. It was, it was a little weird. It was like minus, minus three and a half. We took money line just to be a little safer. Uh, Florida State and Clemson have had very similar schedules as we talked about earlier. They both played Wake Forest in the last couple of weeks. They both played NC State in the last couple of weeks. Clemson beat both of those teams, and I believe Florida State lost both of those teams. So yeah, the money line's close. I mean, they're obviously still a good football team. We're not thinking it's going to be a blowout or anything, but we do take Clemson, Clemson over them. Uh, Hopefully we're not sweating over that one. I, I don't see why we should be sweating over that one. Yeah. Um, and the last one in this is going to be USC minus two and a half all spread. They are underdogs against Utah. Utah just lost last week to UCLA, a team we're very, very high on. USC has a very good football coach at the college level. They have a very good quarterback. And... Uh, I see them winning, winning. Uh, I, I see them winning. I, I don't know why they're dogs. And I, I think you do too, but w- what are your thoughts? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you. I, uh, I haven't been high on Utah. You know, I, I didn't think that their wins have been that great. I think last week UCLA was a no brainer for us. 
a lot contributing to the fact that I didn't think Utah was, you know, they might have been a little bit overrated early on in the season. So, you know, we could be wrong and UCLA could be absolute dogs and Utah and USC are pretty evenly matched and Utah squeezes away with a win. But, you know, this comes down to to betting on, on talent again and coaching and not giving a big premium to the fact that Utah's at home. I think Riley and Williams go in there. I think their running back die has a game because I think Charbonnet had to do it last week. So I'd look out for die to have, have a pretty big game uh, for USC. I'm with you. So that's our five nice. league parlay plus times four to your bet. That's going to be or times. Yeah. That's going to yep. be Kansas money line, Clemson money line, USC minus 2.5 alt, North Carolina minus seven, and then LSU plus 3.5 alt. Moving on to our lock, I believe, is our last one. Uh, we have one more first. That's going to be the it's kind of the approximately 15 exer. It's about 14 this week. Uh, we oh, can yeah, run right through here. this one quickly yeah. because um, it's pretty self-explanatory for a lot of these, and we are excited to talk about the lock. Yeah, yeah. NFL. NFLer. So first one, taking my Cardinals on the road. Uh, they play better on the road, actually. I think they're going to start getting things going a little bit more. The excitement of D-Hop coming back. Seattle and Arizona, terrible pass defenses. Um, but Arizona last few weeks is starting to shut some guys down. Uh, they Isaiah Simmons played his most snaps at 13 tackles last game against the Eagles. Their pass rush is finally good. Zach Allen seems to be good. I think, you know, I think Arizona goes in, takes care of business. Um, and then we have the Colts. Minus two and a half against the Jags. Jags have been kind of their kryptonite. Uh, we were talking about that a little bit earlier. But I do think generally the home team in this matchup has been victorious. Not that what has happened will happen. But, um, you know, we like the fact that it's in the Colts. Um, you know, they had a shitter of a game against Denver. But Denver's got a good defense and they were able to squeak away with a win. Um, I think they can do the same thing to a, a pretty good Jaguars defense and come away with a win. And then, yeah. what else do you like here? You want to take it through the rest? There's three more. Ones sure, we got Packers like. minus three and a half. We've touched on that game quite a bit. They're playing the Jets in Lambeau. Yeah. Weather's going to be shitty. The Jets are used to shitty weather too, but I I have to assume that's the first time. I could be stepping on my own mouth there. No, I have to assume it's the first time the Jets have been in the, to Lambeau since Wilson and those guys have been around, yeah. So, that's yeah. an that's an experience because Lambo's a Lambo's a different monster. So I, I think Jet or the the Packers minus three and a half they handle that pretty easily. And then uh, our other two come from the Bucks. Mike Evans anytime touchdown he scores um, at an eighty five percent clip since Brady's been on the Bucks. He is yeah. lights out against the Steelers. He has scored his only two games against the Steelers. He scored in both of them. And then we're gonna go with Brady against a very beaten secondary. Their pass rush has been beat up pretty well. TJ Watts out, Minka's out. There's they have tons of guys out on the Steelers defense. We'll go with Brady over 75 and a half yard or 75, 275, sorry, not 75. 275 <laughs> yards all passing. Um yeah. again, that should be a no-brainer. The only negative to that is if it gets if it gets out of hand early, they might dial it yeah. back, but we're hoping uh, we're hoping he attacks it early. So that the five legger, we got Mike Evans anytime touchdown, Brady two seventy five through the air, 
Colts minus two and a half, Packers two three and a half, minus three and a half, and the Cardinals minus two and a half. That wraps yep. up our five legger. Or our uh exactly. Uh, all right, on to the lot. We've touched on all these teams already. Except for, oh, except for one. Except for one. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> our lock is our lock. This is the one we're we're putting our we're you know, we're putting it on the line. Last week we got burned. We're trying to win this one every damn week. I mean, this is we're trying to win them yeah. all every week, obviously, but this is the one we're really putting it in. We're really being careful because if you win this one, you win your money. You know, you win if you if you divvy up your money and you know uh, to the percentages good enough on the other yeah. bets, you win your money back no matter what. So the first no matter one what, this and if you do something, oh. if you do something where you're putting a little bit more, you know, it's just a hint for all the people who might want tips on how to allocate. You know, anywhere from like thirty to fifty percent on the four legger, you're getting close to doubling your money every single week that this hits, and then even more so if or and one of the other ones hit. So that's like to emphasize why it's so important. Like we want to hit this. So you're at least doubling your money every week and we're going to stay profitable for you guys. Yeah. And we're trying to win this one every week because if we're winning this one every week and you guys aren't batting it with us, then you're big dumb bastards. And if we lose it every week, then we're big dumb bastards. So at the end of the day, yeah, we, you know, it is, we're trying to win these at the end of the day, obviously we're trying to win all of them. This one we're putting, you know, we're we're putting the money where where it's supposed to be, and we're trying to win some money here. We're stealing money here. So, first one, yep. we're gonna come right out. We'll go with uh, the 49ers minus two and a half. 49ers have a phenomenal team. They're getting guys back each week. They're getting better each week. Jeff Wilson's getting better each week. Jimmy G settling into that offense a little better. Kittle is the best and most athletic tackle in the league. Hopefully he turns back into a tight end at some point and does some things offensively. Debo can play anywhere. Defensively, they're all over the place. While they're missing a few guys, still getting guys back here and there like we touched on. Uh and the Falcons are kind of at the other end. They're they're not they're not great. Uh they lose yeah. the matchup. They lose the secondary matchup. They lose the offensive line matchup. They lose the defense line matchup. Quarterback matchup is I say we'll give it to the four. I'd give it to the 49ers. Running backs, definitely give it to the yeah. 49ers now that Cordell Patterson's out and then receiver core, 49ers, tight All end day. 49ers. If they lose, I'm going to sound like an asshole. So 49ers. No, but it's true. Like the, the only way this doesn't happen is if this game gets out of hand early. If this, as long as the 49ers somewhat control the game, they're going to win by three points. Like I'm really not worried about yeah. this one at all. I'd, I'd take them six and a half or higher. Um, I'd take him just as good odds against the Panthers, to be honest with you. Like, um, strength of schedule wise, I I I don't see him losing at all. All right. So, 49ers minus two and a half. Next up, USC plus seven and a half. Again, we don't have to talk too deeply on this. We pretty much already touched on it all. We're taking seven and a half. We're giving them seven and a half. So, we're giving Utah a touchdown. We don't think that's going to happen, but that's just a little cushion for us. That's why it's supposed to be a lot. Yeah. we take we take the money line and then we're going the we took minus two and a half and we actually think it's going to happen. So we're basically giving back nine points here to what we expect to happen, and just to make it like you said, part of the yeah, lock. I like it. So I like it. Mo- yeah. uh, moving on from that, we got Arkansas. We haven't talked about it at all. They're playing BYU at BYU. We're going to all yeah. spread them plus seven and a half. Uh, I think the actual spread is they're maybe one point underdogs to BYU. Yeah. It's pretty much a pick them. BYU is very hit or miss. Uh, Notre Dame, who struggles this year, beat them last week or two weeks ago. And it was a pretty good game. Their quarterback's young. He has his moments. Just 
we Arkansas, the SEC, he should they should be able to go in there and take care of business. Their Jefferson's back, yeah. fully healthy, correct? Am I right on that? Yeah, you're right. Jefferson's back, and I think it comes down to, to like, I'm not counting on Arkansas's defense, but I am counting on Arkansas's offense and the SEC being able to put up a lot of points, and I just like, BYU is going to have to answer, and they haven't done it this year. You know, they're, they've rarely gone over 30 points. They're kind of a low-scoring team, so if Arkansas gets going, Absolutely. Jefferson gets going, throwing the ball, using his legs, it's going to be hard for for the BYU team, be I don't think they've seen this kind of uh, skill set yet. Absolutely. Uh, last last lock to conclude our plus four hundred lock. That's going to be Kansas ten plus ten point five. Again, we've touched on this. That's given Oklahoma ten and a half points. Yeah. Um, we think Kansas wins. We we like this pick a lot, but. We're we're trying to be a little you know conservative and make this a make this our lock. So, our running that one down real quick. Kansas plus ten and a half, Arkansas plus seven and a half, USC plus seven and a half, and the Forty ers minus two and a half. Um, yep. Them are all our leagues for this week. Our lifer, you'll see all those. You're gonna see the graphic posted when we post this live. Hop on. Let us know what you're tailing. Let us know what you're not tailing. Let us know what you're betting. Get involved. Help us out on Twitter. If we keep winning and you're not helping and you're not tailing, that's on you like we already talked about. Uh-huh. Yep, definitely check it out. You'll see the you'll see the lifer on there. You'll see our stay away spread. You'll see our key college players to watch. You'll see our other things to watch, little insight into a different sport as we get kicking off there. And uh, you'll also see our upset of the week, which we're sticking with. Again, um, so those are going to be all new content. See it on the graphics. See it on Twitter. Um, a lot of which will be feeding off of what we've talked about so far. And so we're excited yeah. about that. And um, all right, to end it off, let's do something fun. Let's do give me doesn't matter what we bet on. Doesn't matter, you know, what we like, what the spreads say, anything. Just what's one, you know, I'll let you go first and then I'll think on it while you're answering. What is one game? you're rooting for what's game what's one game you're gonna sit down on the couch and watch and be a total fangirl over um and and hope to see a good game or a specific team win or whatever you think well okay i'm i'm gonna go with i i and i'm not gonna go too much on the first team because i if, just in case you want to pick them i i will stay away from it a little bit i just want to make a quick comment on tennessee yeah I hope Tennessee yeah. wins. I hope it's their time. Um, oh, yeah. I've been a firm believer always. I, I've always liked Tennessee. If Tennessee is really good at football, football's in a much better place. Same with Texas. If Texas is really good at football, football's in a very good place. Those are two very pivotal teams on the landscape of college football. So really hoping Tennessee gets gets it going tomorrow. Uh, the game I want to take, which I might have just – I there's potential I screwed you pretty hard. We're both from upstate New York. You're technically from Canada, but you've spent most of your time here. Syracuse is trying to put themselves on the map. They um, they have a phenomenal running back, like we talked about earlier, who hasn't done a ton this year. They're playing NC State. It's at the Dome in Syracuse, right up the road from us. We uh, They're storming the field if they win. This will be one of the biggest wins at the Dome in quite some time. 
if they win, they roll into uh, Clemson next weekend, going to Death Valley or not Death Valley, but whatever the hell they call Clemson. Uh, yeah, I think it is. With Death it, with, what is it? I think it is Death Valley. Oh, all right, good. It is Death Valley. Well, they roll into there then <laughs> if they can win this week. So, anyways, we can't look past this week. Schrader, the quarterback for Qs, he's like a three-star recruit. He is very good. He runs the ball very well. He throws pretty well. Well, Syracuse does not have a lot of depth at all. They have some injuries. They just don't have the depth that other teams have because they're just not a huge, you know, team. So we're going to sit down and we're going to shake about that game all day. We're going to really hope that one, really hope that one goes the right way for us. Let's take Syracuse to win that one. I know you're on board with me there. What do you got for him if I didn't take him? No, no, I'll, I'll, I'll highlight a couple others. Um, I also am excited for those games, obviously, too. Big ranking games going to affect the landscape of pretty much the top 20. Um, so I will definitely be watching those as well, rooting for Cuse and Tennessee as well. Um, you know, UNC, biased. I hope they just smoke Duke. Um, but the one game I'm weirdly interested in is Oklahoma State TCU. Um, for some reason, I mean, I know we stayed away from this game intentionally. I have an inkling TCU wins, but I'm going to be sitting here watching and rooting for Oklahoma State. Um, they've been a really fun team to watch. I like defensive teams. Uh, Gundy's a stud. Um, I like the program. A little biased because Chubba Hubbard was the big Canadian star who went there and was fun to watch. So, I mean, I'm riding with the Cowboys. I hope they take over the Big 12 and become the team. Um, but that's one I'll be looking forward to watching. Um and so, yeah, I'll say I'll say that's the game for me. They've been so damn close to taking it over, and they just I haven't know. been able to clinch it. And I, I they like you, blow I like, it in the final two. That's games what I'm saying, year. right? Right? Yeah. <laughs> and Duggan is a stud. Like TCU has such a good offense. Yeah. They're gonna go in and they're gonna put up points, yeah. as we saw last week. Though mm-hmm. Oklahoma State can put up points. Um, yeah, it's gonna be. I think it uh, like a lot of games. I guess uh, more so in the. Yeah, maybe not more so in the pros. Maybe more so in college. Who do you like better? What quarterback do you like better? Do you like Duggan better, or do you like Sanders? <laughs> I think Sam I mean, Spencer I've, Sanders phenomenal. I've um, liked Sanders by watching him more and just like liking his game a lot. I think pure talent wise, Duggan's better. Um, I think that offense, like, it's going to take a lot. It's going to take a lot for the defense. I probably would give. TCU, the quarterback edge. Um, the run game is close. I would I'd probably lean to what Sanders can do on his feet as like a dual option. Um, Sanders on his feet is – he is really good on his feet. And they have – Yeah. TCU's running back is really good. But um, it's just – to me, it's going to come down – it's going to come down to defense. And like Oklahoma State, you know, they have a great defense. They can come out and play. So if they can – at all limit what TCU can do offensively. I'm looking at TCU's defense, you know, who let in 24 to Oklahoma versus Texas is zero. Kansas, oh, yeah. they let in 31 points. And so, you know, my only hope is TCU's defense is a little uh, busted and bruised and, and, and lets in some points to, to Sanders and the boys and, and they squeak away with a win. But it's going to be a good game either way. Absolutely. Last time they met up last year, Oklahoma State 63 yep. to 17. That means absolutely nothing, obviously, but just a right. fun little nugget. Um, we're wrapping things up here. 
Uh, yes, we just we need to thank. We got to thank. We got to thank the little God above for. We got to thank him for beer. We got to thank him for <laughs> for football and for all sports, obviously, because. Uh, honestly, yeah. Uh, what would you COVID? Do what sports? a time, right? COVID. What, what the a hell time. would you do without sports? Yeah, COVID. COVID taught everyone that. Uh, yeah. So, so when you're watching back, the Thursday so night football game, <laughs> and you want to hang uh, hang yourself up there out back. Uh, Please don't. Obviously, we do not. We do not. Uh, that is something we are not supportive of. Obviously, so get you know yeah. get help if you actually think of this. But anyways, if 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 you're thinking like God damn, this is brutal. Just remember when there was no sports, or just try to imagine. Jordan brought up a point to me over the week that what the hell would you do if there was never sports? If there was just if sports were never invented? If they had to ban them? If they got rid of them? Like, what would you do? And the honest, which pretty pathetic, honestly, honestly, I don't, I don't know, but pretty pathetic. You can't, I can't really come up with anything. Like what would I do on a Saturday or Sunday? Not really sure. Or like on a seven o'clock or six o'clock any night, you know, you got, we got hockey, basketball, baseball, we got everything coming on. Not sure. Mm -hmm. Not sure. But uh, fucking read or something. Yeah. Yeah. Reading's no fun. I'm sorry. There's just reading's no fun. I don't know how people do it. I don't know how we went through it, but other than that, we're going to get some guests on eventually, guest speakers, big names, no, but names, (laughs) you know, we know them. They have names. They have names. They do. They do. (laughs) We're going to get some parlays going with them. We're going to have some, you know, and if anyone, anyone starts tailing this shit and posting with us and retweeting and helping us out, then, you know, that's much appreciated. Parlay Parlor underscore is the Twitter at parlay parlor Sorry. underscore everything gets posted there. We're gonna yep. get a TikTok going. You got any oh, closing yeah. signs? Any closing um, statements? We have about forty-five seconds. Take it away. Finish this one up. All right. No, I'm I'm pumped for a great weekend. Uh, looking forward to D Hop back next week. Looking forward to the best UFC card ever next Saturday. So we'll get a special edition. I forgot Talk about that graphic just going next week. And, of course, you know, football, hockey, baseball, World Cup coming up soon. Everything's going to be awesome. We're pumped to be starting this. And, yeah, let's make some let's make some money. We say it all the time. Let's keep going. All right, man. Let's make some – and right. ladies. And ladies. And ladies. Let's make some money. That's betting, baby. <laughs>